1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com
0: slash style.
1: Hi, guys. Can you believe it's a week before Christmas? I hope all your shopping is done and all your loved ones are going to be around you. And we wanted to prepare a little extra podcast for you this week. I know we keep saying we're going on a break, but we just have little ideas of, hey, why don't we do this? So Mark came over to my house the other day and we got some hot chocolate and we snuggled up in my living room and we decided to recap the entire first season of The Diary. So this is 1931 to 1935, and we're just kind of talking about what we remember w- telling her story. So in case you've never listened to my grandma's diaries before, you'd get a good idea of who Elizabeth is and what's been going on. And if you're a follower of the podcast, you can get a oh yeah kind of moment from listening. If you would actually like to see us recording this podcast, which I don't know, some people like to watch podcasts, it's on our Patreon right now. So turn this off or let it play out. Why not? Give us the radio. (laughs) but head on over to the patreon and you can watch us talk about this and we might have a surprise for you next week but just in case we don't we hope you all are having wonderful holidays and we miss you but guess what we're already recording season two so as soon as the new year ding ding dings you'll have a new episode and we'll give details about that later don't forget to follow our patreon and our instagram to stay up to date with what's going on okay bye mark hi liz hey bettys hi bettys we're filming a little well today it's 10 days before christmas
0: it is indeed have you gotten
1: all your shopping done <laughs> no. If we could flip this camera, you would see that my shopping has been done. They are wrapped. They are under the tree.
0: They sure are. You got a lot going on in this house. Well,
1: I got a lot of kids. I know you So do. there's a lot happening. They're
0: scattered all over.
1: Hey, so tell me, I wanted to, before we get into today's podcast, yes. basically what I want to do today is if you've never visited my grandma's diaries, you don't know our website, you haven't listened to our podcast, I want to kind of do a what happened in the past 27 years episodes and Great. and and what we've learned since then how's that hot chocolate It's very good. It's good. It's sweet. My, it's a little <laughs> sweet, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, what we kind of project cuz yes. what's happening next year.
0: Okay, good. But
1: real quick, tell me like one of your favorite Christmas memories.
0: Of me? Mhm. One of my favorite Christmas memories. One time I woke up in my home and Santa Claus really hadn't come. Uh-oh. And Santa Claus opened the front door and there was a horse for me. I got a horse for Christmas one year. (laughs) And I loved that horse for many years. How that is horse this the first friend.
1: time I'm hearing that you had a horse? <laughs> I,
0: I have a lot in my past.
1: Now, wait. Now, did the horse... Okay, so you said Santa hadn't come. So yeah. there were no presents under the tree? I think you-
0: there may have been, but the main present was the living being in our front yard.
1: And where did you keep this horse? It,
0: we had a man who had a farm
1: mm-hmm, and
0: mm-hmm. Wildflower, the horse. So it was a little quarter horse. And I used to Aww. love going... I love animals. Yes, so, you So, Yeah. So, so I used to, so yeah, that's a, that's a memory.
1: That, I, and so you rode the horse, I'm assuming.
0: Absolutely. So all what, the time. did you
1: just like take it on trail rides? It was or? a
0: big farm and I would just go out there by myself and just ride that horse. Saddle all day. that thing up S- and just. I love that. I, I love horses, but I've never gotten past that point. I don't still do it.
1: Oh my God, Mark. I had no idea. Wild I took fun. a horseback riding in college uh-huh. because you had to have like a. P.E. kind of elective.
0: And that was horseback.
1: Well, I I didn't want to do anything else. And I was so afraid of horses, you know, uh, because I'd never really ridden one before. So I thought I'd face my fears yeah. and do that. And I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. I was terrified, though. Right. I just kept thinking the horse was going to fall.
0: I know, me too. I think they're going to step in a hole. Yes. I think that too.
1: <laughs> I'm like, how do they know where to go? But, Are they right. paying attention? That's right.
0: I totally am with you. I
1: know, especially when they run real fast. I'm like, ah!
0: But then you think about like the Roman Empire, let's say. Yes. And those horses didn't fallen holes they, d- they, they did seem not to be I mean
1: they're pretty... in battle and they're standing right. up so right yeah, what was right. your
0: favorite memory or well, a memory
1: I have a million but what I was thinking about today was when I was a little girl mm-hmm. we weren't allowed my brother and I to tear the Christmas paper oh really we had to carefully open it oh. at the seams so mom could reuse it next year really because mom was very frugal really oh my to a fault yeah. so we we wow. hated that because we wanted to like rip, rip, rip our presents like they did in the movies. Mm-hmm. So one. One year my brother asked my mom to wrap everything in like newspaper Mm -hmm. so that we could just tear it to pieces Uh, which she did but it got newsprint all over our hands Uh so all of our gifts were smudged oh Oh, it was a disaster mom was so mad we were so disappointed (laughs) but one year i remember because of mom's obsession with paper Mm -hmm. i was a teenager and Mm -hmm. the gifts were under the tree because you know santa didn't come for me when i was older Right. Right. You know, he's just sure. for little kids. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, really?
1: So, but I wanted to know if I had got what, I, what I'd gotten. Uh-huh. What was, so I got an exacto knife uh-uh. and I slipped the little piece of tape and I slid mm-hmm. the little box out and I opened them and I knew everything I'd gotten. And so on Christmas Day, I was so disappointed. You did
0: yourself a disservice I there. did.
1: And I have told all of my children that story a million times so that they would not do what I right. did because right. it's tempting.
0: Yes, it is. There's Troy comes around looking there.
1: at that tree, and he's like, he "What? what's in that? With
0: that big name plate, Troy. Yeah. I have one more, <laughs> speaking of wrapping paper, one more memory. Oh, cool. We unwrapped our gifts, you know, just haphazardly, mm-hmm. and tore it apart. And we would always put, this is in like 1975. Okay. Put the paper in the fireplace. Oh, sure. And burn it. Sure. But this year, there was, I guess, a lot of presents. So we kept putting... The paper in the fireplace and the fireplace caught on fire. <gasps> like there was fire spitting out of our, the top.
1: And maybe you had some like metallic paper or something in the paper. That,
0: probably because we could see the paper floating out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was metallic, but it was a oh, lot of, so beware. No. That is a lesson in what not to do.
1: Did you have to call the fire department? I can't remember that. Your dad wouldn't have called
0: the fire department. Probably not. Yeah. He probably just would have put it. Like, I got on it. it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hosing down Christmas. Yeah, right. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, before we get started with a recap of the podcast, oh, that's my cord. I did have a couple of little emails and things oh, I wanted to share. Hang on.
0: It's been a busy week for us Ooh. with all the press.
1: I know. Oh, my gosh. We've had in, in a case, lot. Yeah, in case y'all haven't been keeping up with our social media, we've been on our, our local Channel 5 News twice, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a feature in the newspaper yep. right before the New Year. So our local community is getting fired up about my grandma's it. diaries, and we've gotten a lot of new followers.
0: Yes, good. And a
1: lot of really nice comments, mm-hmm. And um, but I thought this one was really yeah. sweet. This is one of our Apple reviews, and it says, Hello, Mark and Liz. Today is 11-28-23. I've been watching the reels of the Facebook and recently found the podcast. I've been binging on the podcast for the last week or so. I can't express how much I am loving this. I just finished episode nineteen, and man, I was just like you, Liz. I was crying my eyes out about the man who was killed in World War Two. That was yeah, Sam Lighter. Oh mm-hmm. yes, that's right. I can't wait to hear episode twenty and all the rest. Let me also say you both are doing an amazing job with all the research. I just wish I could afford the five dollars for the Patreon.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: As times are a little rough for my wife and I at the moment, I would absolutely love to see everything, especially the photos, to put faces with everyone I'm growing to love as my own family and friends. I
0: love it. That's great. Oh. If grandma only knew. She's everybody's grandma now. I know. Right? I just think
1: that's so sweet. I do too. That, that, that he said that I'm growing to love as my own family and I friends. And I know exactly how he feels. It is that's your me. family. Yeah, but now I feel like it's my family too. Amen. Ah, it's so good. And then this was a Facebook message and it says, I have to compliment your videos. Hearing all the diary entries made me want to sit down and talk with my great aunt. She lived during the Great Depression and I realized that she has so many stories that I haven't heard yet. Thank you for this reminder to speak with her. Do it. Do it.
0: Do it. Go
1: talk to all the old people. Do you have an old neighbor? Mm-hmm. Go to the old neighbor's house, make them some pumpkin bread and go and sit, sit down, down and, and ask them their favorite Christmas memory and yeah. then tell us. Yep. Oh, wouldn't that be a nice? Yeah, that would be nice. That would be fun. Matter of fact, you should call what? like every member of your family, mm-hmm. especially the older ones mm-hmm. and see
0: mm-hmm. mom and idea. Carolyn yeah.
1: and, your, and your uncle. I bet and, they have a lot see, of memories may, with their mama. I would hope so. But just like a favorite Christmas memory. Yeah. Oh, that would be really cool. And then one last one um, from Nicole McCanny. It says, I just found this page today and started listening to the podcast. It's seriously like a really good book I had to put down or a movie I had to pause and I can't wait to get back to. I'm only halfway through episode two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. all the
1: history and on the people the added song that she had quoted it's like going back in time I just love it
0: yeah. Aww, yeah so that
1: so it's little things like that while we've been taking this break which hasn't really been much of a break because we're still working on podcasts we're here mm-hmm. today but it's, it's what keeps me inspired to keep mm-hmm. going me and too. to keep doing it for yeah. people
0: Yep, and I saw a couple of comments. We were, like Liz said, we were on the news a few days ago, and a couple of local people who had been watching it but didn't even realize that we had that there was a local angle. So chances are, you know, where we're sitting right now, a few people in your neighborhood are watching my and listening to My Grandma's Diaries. Oh,
1: yeah, for it's sure. It's
0: crazy how many I people. I know,
1: yes. Yeah. It's so, it's fascinating. Yeah, it is. So if you're new here, we're, we're all Betty's. That's Mm -hmm. what we call ourselves, because Elizabeth always went by the name Betty. We don't know when she started doing it. I think forever. I think forever, too. Um, At first, we speculated that she changed it, but I think she was always Betty, and so that's our little moniker, like our Swifties. So the diary... We found the diary in Mark's house after one of his mom's many moves and started reading them Mm -hmm. for social media and realized it would almost make a better podcast because we Mm -hmm. could talk about so much more. You
0: nailed it. That's the first thing you said is, I want to do a podcast. It took us Mm -hmm. a few months, but you nailed that. Well, once, you you know, because
1: first it was like, let's do a podcast. Then it's like, how do you do a podcast? (laughs) Right, right. Well,
0: yeah. And
1: and so then, you know, we had to get the stuff and then we had to think about it. And then I realized I couldn't just read the diary. Yeah. I had to find out what else was going on around her life, and and then it became research. Mm -hmm. And it's been a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. but let's dive into it. If you've never listened to a single entry, or you just wanna recap and get ready for next year, this is a podcast wow. for you. okay. So the diary starts on January 1st of 1931. And immediately, you and I think her dad is already unemployed. Yes. She's talking about, she's talking about her friends. Mm-hmm. But she's also talking about how, well, actually, on January 5th, she writes, Dad has gone to Little Rock. And I don't know if this is the basis of where his railroad job was. And maybe he frequently went there or things were looking bad and he was off looking for work. Or maybe this is the day he got fired.
0: Oh,
1: Oh. I know. I know. It's hard to think about things like that, but it could be.
0: But remember the note from that uh, hotel. That that was 1926. Oh, never mind. No, no, no. But he was out of work then.
1: Yes. Well, apparently I know from at least um, one of the obituaries I read of somebody because of his railroad job, they Uh moved a lot. They get Uh married and they uh, in 1911,
0: Uh, 1910,
1: they moved to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. They're all over Missouri moving around. Mm -hmm. So we were lucky we found a letter from 1926 Mm -hmm. that Louis had written to his father Mm -hmm. that he got a job in Potosi, Missouri. Missouri, and he was hoping this would be you know, a a settling place for the family. Well, it's not, because when we start this diary, we're in Monticello, Arkansas, and it looks like he might be out of work so she's dating a little boy named Juan Green. I remember Juan. And, you know, look at, look at here. I started writing a list of all the names, and I gave up because yeah. I thought, I know I'm missing some. That's hilarious. And, you know, in the back of her diary, she would keep a list of, of all the boys she dated. <laughs> Indeed. So we'll have to uh, refer to that. So, right, January 5th, dad's in Little Rock. And then by February 3rd, they're out of the home they've been renting, mm-hmm. and they've moved into a smaller place. Because mm-hmm. she talks about, I came home from school today to a new house. And she described the furniture. It's some furnished, Mm -hmm. probably weekly or monthly rental Mm -hmm. because things aren't looking good. And the saddest part about them moving into this new house is that she talks about how cold it is. It's February Mm -hmm. and how they don't have a fire. And she's almost
0: freezing. I wonder if it was like that before. She probably had a pretty decent house with a fireplace and a kitchen.
1: I would think in the 1920s, they were doing great. I think
0: they were too.
1: And they had everything they needed and wanted. Right. And now suddenly the depression, the depression is hit and it's really bad. Devastating. And March 16th, she's talking about how her dad is going to Memphis and now he's definitely mm-hmm. looking for work. Mm-hmm. And you and I had mentioned on another podcast how important Memphis was in during yes. the Great Depression. That's right. Because it was one of the few cities that didn't do as badly. It was a hub. And it was a hub with the railroads for the cotton coming out of the South. So Memphis would have been a hot spot for him to go looking. And that's what he's doing. But and then in June, she uh, Elizabeth is out of school and she gets her own job working at a canning factory. Oh, that's right. But you know, I was when we went back and looked, she only was at that canning factory for a week. Yeah. Before it closed. Right. And that's like they don't even know it, but that's the beginning of the of the worst that's coming. And they're probably thinking, what is happening? Mm-hmm. All these people are out of work. I mean, they know the stock market has crashed, mm-hmm. but they're the. Nothing, nothing's getting better. They don't have this, that clue. was two years ago and things are getting worse.
0: Mm-hmm. And this was a huge green bean factory. Yeah, it and was. it just shut down. And she, they were excited to work there.
1: Oh, of course, you they know? were.
0: So it must have. Been I mean, a,
1: a little money. And remember, Big Bean Billy.
0: Big Bean Billy.
1: She had a crush on an older man who was married. B-B-B. B B <laughs> B.
0: Big Bean Billy. He was married, but she, she said didn't what? care. She's she didn't like, but care. I don't, I don't care. care. Who
1: cares? He's cute. She's so funny. <laughs> and just being thirteen years old, or is she? Yeah, she's thirteen, fourteen years yeah. old. Yeah. At this time period. But they they hang on. Um, by November, they finally give up the ghost in Monticello and they realize they have to move in with her grandparents. And these are her mom's parents who live in Bell, Missouri. So this was our first introduction to Belle. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine her parent? her grandparents are these old people. They're in their 70s. You know, and all of a sudden this family of seven descends upon them in their little mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. and Louis doesn't have a job. Who's paying for all these groceries? Who's taking care of this whole big family? But while all that's going on, Elizabeth hits the ground running in Bell because mm-hmm. she goes to school the very next day. She's in a play. I know. She has a boyfriend. He's trying to kiss her in the backseat of a car. I, I mean, it. she's still pushing through with her little teenage Amazing. life while I'm sure her parents are probably not even sleeping at night, right. worried about what's happening next.
0: And I think the Underwood house was pretty big. It wasn't had all those, tiny. It wasn't tiny. It was two stories. We mm-hmm. found some recent pictures yes. of it. So that gives us a good idea, but it was kind of in the middle of a field. Was it? Yeah. Well, I guess... It was spread out. The houses were spread out. Big lots. Out. Everybody yes, had big bigger lots. lots. That's a better way to put mm-hmm.
1: it. I mean, even here in Mount Pleasant, the old village, if you look at my grandmother, my great-grandmother's house, when it, you would think it was in a field.
0: Yeah, but same it was kind of thing. Just,
1: it. we weren't so crammed in together. Totally. Yeah. Isn't that neat, though? I wish we could find the exact house.
0: I do, too. Gosh. That's, that's one of the biggest mysteries I think we've come across thus far. Is know, where is the Underwood house?
1: And uh, we have a picture of the side of the house, yes. and it has a cutout with like a little piece of it's leaded a, glass yep, or stained a round glass.
0: round cutout, yeah. Someone
1: should surely, who lives near Bell.
0: There is a house there uh, with a cutout, and I'll show it to you. You said in the very, when we first started driving around in Bell uh-huh. on Google Maps, you said that's an old church.
1: There is an old church.
0: And it has the round windows. It doesn't look like mm, a church. Really? It's a house now. <gasps>
1: Oh, but it, it was a on the church corner, this, yeah. yes
0: uh-huh. Something, you know what I'm talking about? I know
1: exactly what you're talking about So,
0: and there was a And there, by the way Is a little house across the road That is all grown up oh. at, I mean, the vegetation uh-huh. So I'm thinking, I don't know Maybe It could, I mean
1: uh, We just need to someone to go to Bell FaceTime us yeah. And walk up and down the street And we'll say, go, go around here Go oh, over right. there, look at that Right Ah, oh, that would be so cool yeah. to find out
0: Not a lot of pictures from Bell
1: Yeah, so they find some refuge, which is good. And this is the first time that she'll ever mention going to a pie supper. And the pie suppers were a fun thing that they did back then, where all the girls would come to a party, they would have baked a pie, and they put it up for auction. And whoever buys the pie gets to eat it with the young lady who made it. Mm -hmm. So this is like courting, this is flirting, and it was usually as a fundraiser most of the time. Mm -hmm. Later on, I'll find lots of ads in old newspapers for pie suppers raising money for schools, Uh pretty much like the... Bake sales uh-huh. that I did, which made me think. I wonder if pie suppers turned into bake sales.
0: Oh, I, I don't I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just knows, kind of speculating. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, isn't that cool? Sure.
1: Yeah. Let's see what else I have. Okay. December rolls around. They're still yeah. with the grandparents. Dad is still out of work, uh-huh. and all she gets nuts and candy, nuts and candy for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she was grateful for it, Yeah. but I remember reading Santa Only Brought Nuts and Candy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember you and reading And you
1: that. know, they probably had to borrow that money from the grandparents anyway. Yeah. And Bess probably had to go into town, mm-hmm. maybe to Birdsong's uh, drugstore, mm-hmm. and try to figure out what she could buy with the meager amount of money for her, of her five kids. Right. Yep.
0: God. Mm-hmm.
1: So, oh, and here was an interesting thing. In that very December of 1931, Mm -hmm. the family went to visit Aunt Grace. Yep. Now, Aunt Grace will later die of breast cancer. So I wonder if they went to visit because they knew things were getting bad Mm. for Grace or if this was just a random
0: visit. Well, it would only be a year and a half or so till she dies. Yeah.
1: So I think it was like, we need to
0: go see Grace. Yeah. And I hadn't
1: picked up on that the first time we read through it. So that made me so sad to see her name pop up.
0: Yeah. Now we know. Knowing what was
1: going to happen.
0: We have a new picture of Grace, by the way.
1: Oh, good. We'll have to, uh, when we edit this, Mm -hmm. we'll have to make notes of what pictures we need to add to our little Patreon. And then 1932 rolls around, and one of the most significant things that popped up for me in 1932 was Elizabeth thinks we're going to go to war with China. Mm -hmm. And I looked up what was going on in China at the time, and I seem to remember it was like a tribal war, kind of like a civil war was going on, Mm -hmm. and there were trade issues because of it, and maybe that's why she thought we were going to go to war. Mm -hmm. But it's funny that relations with China... I mean, those those are buzzwords you hear yeah. now during the campaign that's going on. Mm-hmm. Who's soft on China? You know, stuff exactly. like that. Absolutely. So it's funny that the things mm-hmm. some things change and some things mm-hmm. always stay the same. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get along with everybody? Wouldn't that be nice? There was another thing. One of her entries she wrote: "Daddy isn't making much about getting a job." Mm-hmm. And when I first read it, I thought. Is that just her, like, way of speaking? Like, oh, dad's mm-hmm. just not getting work. Not making much about get. Like, he's not trying... Yeah, It sounds like she's like, come on, Dad. Now, in his defense, even if he wanted to find a job and was out every day, he probably couldn't have gotten one. Right? There just weren't right. any jobs available. No. But it almost sounds like in that statement, she was kind of blaming him for like, she pick up mad. the pace, Dad. Mm-hmm. Get us out of Grandpa's house. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's perfect timing because now Grandpa has said they have to be out by the 1st of March. No,
0: That's right. He kicked them out.
1: Yeah. Well, he's like, Thought come on. It. Yeah, he's like, come on, guys, you know. Oh, and we also met Pickles Pickles. um, in Bell, Missouri. Pickles was our biggest mystery until maybe five or six episodes ago Uh when some random viewer, and God, we love you guys, got on their own um, newspapers.com and just put Pickles in Bell, Missouri to see what would pop up. And we found Pickles Wallace, who ended up moving to California. It's a man a man. Yeah. I can't remember what his real name was cuz I just know him Yeah Lewis. Anyway, it's on one of our episodes. But he ended up living in California and dying in a mental institution.
0: Pickles. Poor
1: little Pickles. Aww. <laughs> it's
0: so weird knowing what happens to all these folks.
1: I that's to me it's, it's it's the most fun. It mm-hmm. always makes me so sad though cuz they're all dead. They, mm-hmm. We haven't found anyone yet. Well, we found one alive Ooh. person. we'll, we'll yeah. get to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not anyone that knew Elizabeth, but tertiary, you know, uh, the outlier, as it were. But anyway, in 1932, she has turned 15 years old Mm -hmm. and she starts dating Bill Terrell. Mm -hmm. Now, Bill Terrell is going to be in her life for years and years and years. This is this was almost your grandpa. Yeah. I mean, it got real close. But Uh, Bill Terrell had issues with drinking Mm -hmm. and they would and smoking. Smoking. Yeah. And they would constantly break up. over it which was so so sad to see but that was her little love experience well she had several but that was the big one.
0: That was the big one.
1: In, in Bell. And then our favorite part was right before they move, she and Francis and their friend Lil mm-hmm. all hiked to the Dry Fork Bridge to carve their initials under the bridge. Yep. And that bridge is long gone.
0: Is it? Is that what we found out? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Matter
1: of fact, it just was replaced after 2020. I'm not oh. saying it was never replaced in between then yeah, yeah. as well. But in 2020, they got a new bridge. Darn. I know. Wouldn't that be cool? That, have been, that would have been the best part of our documentary. I think so. We would love to film a documentary. As long as Netflix doesn't pick this up before, we would love to film a documentary of walking in her footsteps and going to Bell and going to Monticello and just kind of see where she was and meet some of the people who were there then, who who knew it when it was Mm -hmm. old-timey. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Mm. Gosh, that would be so cool. But on May 1st, they are officially kicked out of grandpa's house and they leave Bell and they go to Step Rock, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your grandfather's farm, your great grandfather's farm.
0: He would be my great grandfather. And he there is Hartzell Township in the middle of Arkansas. And in Hartzell Township is this little town named Step Rock. And right on the corner there is where um, Morris Hartzell was his name. And he moved there around 1850 and built a house. That house has been torn down since.
1: Now, didn't you say his farm ended up being like eight miles by five miles? Yes. I mean, some huge That's
0: Hartful Township. Of I see. It was eight miles by five miles. Mm-hmm. So, and he owned all that land and was basically a tenant farmer. He would rent out- Well, he wasn't a tenant farmer. I mean, farmer. He, was, he was the- he owned Overseer, the farm. Right. yeah,
1: And he would, he would lease to tenants. Correct, yes. He had tons of workers. I can remember seeing in old newspapers people heading to Step Rock during strawberry season to be to hired pick. to pick and yeah. then going home. Yeah. So it was a big deal. He
0: grew strawberries
1: uh, and, cotton. and cotton. And there was another time once, peas, I think they had. Remember, she yeah. got like all the shell and all those peas. Yeah, she did. So they grew lots of things, but it was mainly strawberries and mm-hmm. cotton. Right. So that's where they're headed now. And
0: these buildings uh, just don't exist anymore.
1: No. Well, the worst thing, well, it's not wor- bad for them, but all of Step Rock converted from cotton and strawberries later to cattle. And cattle need more room mm-hmm. and they're grazing. So all those other buildings mm-hmm. are just gone. Yep. The, the store got burned. But yeah. the building, a the building store is building. still there. One, yeah. Um, But anyway, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. They leave for Belle and they go to the farm where they will be employed and not just mom and dad, the whole family, all the kids, nobody is spared from working in the fields. What struck me the most was that they left Belle, Missouri on May 1st. And on May 2nd, Mm -hmm. she's heading into the fields with her cousins to learn how to pick
0: strawberries. Dodging snakes.
1: Dodging big black snakes, she described it.
0: And shooting them or... Yeah. Well, they,
1: uh, yeah. A- everybody on uh, social media was like, oh, leave the snakes alone. They're doing the good. But were they eating the strawberries to snakes?
0: Uh, maybe. They were probably more a nuisance than anything. It's not like today.
1: No, for sure. Where you're like, nice little snakes. Right,
0: right. <laughs> Back then, it was like, shoot it.
1: Yeah, but she got right, I mean, right to work. And we had always talked about the store. She had to live in a tent with her family behind her aunt and uncle's house, which was also near the local farm store and anything any worker or farmer needed you bought it at that store but you bought everything on credit because no one had any money no cash no yeah there was very little cash exchanged you would work for vouchers and you would take them to the store and whatever debt you had at the store the vouchers went towards that and then the rest could you know maybe come to you or you're using it to buy new things and it was a scam i mean to some
0: everybody was in trouble Yeah, but it it was there was no getting out of that hole once you got in it and they could
1: charge whatever they wanted. Yeah, I mean, it could be the most expensive flower, but you got to buy it. So it was a real sad situation. And that's Elizabeth's family will start their life. They're in debt because they show up with nothing. Mm. So what are they buying? You know, Mm -hmm. what do they need in the tent? Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, gosh, Mm -hmm. it's just awful. And then what we loved about her life in Step Rock was even though they're working hard all day and they're sleeping in a tent, they always found ways to have fun. And you don't hear about pie suppers in Step Rock, but they did what they called the musicals. We
0: do. Oh, that's right. In Providence. There they go down to Prov- right. Clearwater.
1: When she goes to school. Right. But the, but the neatest thing that she did were these, quote, yeah. musicals. And it's not a musical today like Oklahoma. Right. It would be like a bunch of people who could play instruments would all go to someone's house, sit on the porch, play. Everybody could dance. They talked about going up on a mountain Mm -hmm. for musicals. Uh, It's just they they made the most of their life there. They worked hard and they played hard. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a real, it was a real beautiful, even Mm -hmm. though it was tragic for her. There was a lot of beauty to be found in it.
0: And she found it.
1: And that's how she wrote the diary. I mean, I would have been like every night. Mm
0: -hmm. uh, I know.
1: Worked in the fields. I don't even have a bath. I don't. I I mean, they would bathe at the well Mm -hmm. or down at the creek. They didn't even have a proper bathtub yeah i mean ah
0: uh. and one time i remember i think they were they hadn't eaten for a couple of days but she was out in a field and she wrote my heart is just swelled with the joy of living yeah yeah and yeah. i thought wow she,
1: she she's feeling lucky i think there, there's an entry where she and her sister francis are sitting on the store porch mm-hmm. and these campers she called yeah. them came up looking for work and mm-hmm. they probably got turned away Mm-hmm, and she's she might have had a moment of we're just lucky enough to be here yeah even though we're in a tent
0: i know two degree weather it's awful oh my just gosh awful. it's awful
1: and this is also where she meet a man meets a man named mr tommy bird mm-hmm. who also got real close to being your grandpa i know and he would have been fine yeah he's a good looking fella mm-hmm. kinda woof He was fire, but she also finds herself in a love triangle because there's also a man named Henley Mm -hmm. and she'll end up dating both of these boys at the same time. Of course, dating back then, not what it is today. Dating was walking down the street together. I mean, they certainly weren't going anywhere. They didn't have any money. So a date was literally like sitting next to you at Sunday school. Right. She would have counted that.
0: Sure. Oh yeah, she (laughs) would have. A walk down the street would have been a date. Mm hmm. mm
1: -hmm. Oh, and then one of my favorite things that I don't I don't think we talked about at the time because Mm -hmm. we didn't have access. On May 21st of 1932, she gets a letter from Bill Terrell back in Bell, Missouri. We called him Backburner Bill in Bell because she never stopped corresponding with him. I think she really liked him. And in that entry on May 21st, he sent her a copy of the Bell Banner, their local newspaper. And I always thought he must have been in it for him to send her a copy, or mm-hmm. his dad, because his, his dad was a major politician. Right. And eventually, I was able to get my hands on the bell banner, oh. and I have that newspaper.
0: The same issue?
1: Uh-huh. Oh. On the, in the May twenty first well, it was like, it I was before May 21st, it was an article about his dad running for office. Right. And he sent her that. And now we have it. So I'll have to add that to our photo gallery for sure. Yeah. But so many cool things that we're able to put together almost, you know, 90 years later while we're creating this podcast. It's so cool. Yeah. They do everything to try to make extra money. They bake cakes to try to sell at the store, but no one ever buys them. Mm -hmm. It made me so sad. Everybody's poor. Right. Who can, I mean... If you can afford the ingredients, you make yourself a cake. You're not going to mm-hmm. then pay extra
0: mm-hmm. to
1: buy the cake. Oh, it's just so sad. And then on July 1st of that year, their Aunt Grace does die. Mm-hmm and that's so sad they had mm-hmm. just seen her at christmas time oh they talk about washing clothes with gasoline which you and i got a big kick out of um, apparently we got a lot that got us a lot yeah, of attention from sure our did. facebook instagram people and they're like my grandma used that gasoline in you know 1987 like it, what the I mean,
0: world it's a solvent maybe and, is and, what and they call a, it and a degreaser Yes, yeah, it yeah, and it probably gets
1: de- paint probably gets anything yeah. off anything right yeah
0: how dangerous
1: oh gosh but <laughs> it's not until this july that she finally gets to go back to school.
0: Right, okay. She's been
1: out of school this whole time because she's been working. Right. And a lot that also got a lot of people like school in July. Well, they had school when kids could go. Mm-hmm. Cuz all these farm kids in that area were working. Yep. So you would have school in summer and school in the dead of winter when they can't be working. Isn't that, I mean it's sad, but mm-hmm. at least she was having an opportunity. She loved school. She
0: loved school for well, for a little while.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And also in July of 1932, the Dow hits its lowest point ever. Okay, So the worst of the Great Depression. I wonder if they even knew it. You know, Because they're just keeping their well, heads down in the farm. She mentions
0: the word depression one time. She sure does. Remember? So uh-huh. it, it wasn't the Great Depression yet. Right. It, I think FDR first started calling it the Depression. Mm-hmm. And then in 35 or 36, it was known as the Great Depression. Oh, because
1: it just couldn't go it away. Was great, you know. It great, yeah. I thought that was interesting that that's the Dow, the lowest Dow's ever been. And the highest the Dow has ever been was this week.
0: I know amazing that is amazing I,
1: I mean like good for us to good. see an end to everything that we've been going through since the pandemic
0: mm-hmm. to start
1: seeing things reverse you know it's a it's a big ship to turn around when something tragic happens like a pandemic right so th- That's th- quite I, th- a feat. I feel like the ship is turning I do too and it makes me very happy me especially as my daughter applies for colleges I'll bet. <laughs> Yes. so yes and let's see what else um yeah oh but um Hoover is still president Uh-oh. at this point so that's why things were as bad as they were and then oh my gosh so she's back on in the fields in september because now it's cotton season i don't know if you've ever picked cotton i have not it hurts to pick cotton yeah it's spiky it's a hard i mean the cuticles that's really hard work but on september in 1932 she writes if dad gets a job i could go to school So here she is picking cotton thinking, dad, save me. Mm -hmm. And it must have been so heartbreaking for her and heartbreaking for him Mm -hmm. that he couldn't support his family like that. Oh, gosh. And this is about the time that they're realizing that they're getting in debt at the store. FDR is elected president. Mm-hmm. And then on Christmas Eve of 1932, she dances at a drugstore with a boy named Troy Nell. Yeah,
0: what about And now? we
1: know, because we gaze into the future, yes. that in 1952, he is shot seven times in the chest by his greatest enemy, a man whose name I can't remember right now, who is 10 years older than him. And all the newspaper articles said it was over old business Mm -hmm. like somebody flirted with somebody's wife or someone owed somebody a lot of money kill him (laughs) i mean poor troy
0: she's (laughs)
1: yeah troy was working as a bartender and this guy Mm -hmm. was like the bouncer at the bar Mm -hmm. he was like an off-duty he was a policeman but off duty he was a bouncer and he and Troy got into it that night and he whipped out his gun and shot him
0: Oh, Troy. and
1: somebody told me like one of this murderer's ancestors yeah, or you, descendants you tracked him down oh i called him at I his know. home <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh lord
1: um, he said that uh, troy had pulled a knife on his great grandfather okay, so or whomever self-defense,
0: perhaps, well with its seven he brought bullets. a knife
1: to a gunfight <laughs> right right yeah i think one bullet right. i think showing him the gun yeah I mean, poor, poor, Troy, but Troy left behind a wife and a little boy Aww. and his little boy ended up dying young as well. Mm. I know it was a tragic And that was
0: in Searcy, right? Wasn't that That, he, in that Cersei? was in
1: Searcy, but it was ended up, the murder happened in Kensett, Arkansas, oh. which was still in White County, oh, but okay. White County is huge. Yeah. It's right. like most of Arkansas. So I, we thought, I mean, that's the cool thing. She, she casually dances with a boy mm-hmm. and we do all this research and mm-hmm. find these cool things. Mm-hmm. This is the best job ever.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: So in nineteen thirty three, Dad's going to Memphis a lot. This is one of their the really cold seasons where it's two degrees. Nineteen
0: thirty-two, not twenty-three. Nineteen
1: thirty-three. Right? Oh, did I say twenty-three? I think so. Okay. Just anyway, whatever. it's nineteen thirty-three. Right. Dad's going to Memphis a lot. It's two degrees one night in that tent. And the campers are still coming by looking for work. There's no work for them there. And prohibition ends. Right. And Elizabeth turns 16. You know she hated it when prohibition I'm ended. Sure. That girl did not like drinking. Nope. You drink around her, and it's the the death yeah. knell. Yeah. And they find out that their debt in the store is bigger than they ever thought. It's mm. over a thousand dollars. And her uncle is kicking them out of the farm. He's like, just go. Right. Just get out of here. You owe too much money. You're never going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Cut your losses and go. And Elizabeth gets really upset about this because she's like, I don't want to be somewhere where we're not wanted. It's less about not being wanted, more that now someone else is taking care of her family again. Mm-hmm. It was grandpa in Missouri. And now, you know, their uncle Clyde is who it was. Mm-hmm. He has to pay for the stuff he sells right. at the store. So mm-hmm. somebody's got to pay was bad for it. Oh, around. it was so bad. But interestingly enough. They don't leave, and this is at a time when dad gets super frantic, and he's going to Pangburn to visit one sister, he's going to Providence to talk to his dad, and every time he comes home, oh, he might get a job at a bank, oh, he might open a store, oh, we might be moving to this city, and it had to have been the most chaotic time for Elizabeth's mom, Mm -hmm. particularly, because what's her husband doing?
0: And living, yeah.
1: I mean, still in a tent. Right. He's never home because I know he's scrambling and he's trying really hard. But at the same time, she probably needs help with all those kids.
0: Seven. Well, five, five. kids. Five kids. I know, kids. Right.
1: And for Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. things go really bad, too, because the Tommy Henley love triangle explodes in her face. They find out about each other. Everybody's saying you did me dirty. She doesn't know what to do. She's all sad. They both dump her at the same time. And now she has no one.
0: Persona non grata for a little bit.
1: Oh, I mean, this she will never date again in Step Rock. I okay. think all the boys know, they and tough, they're, yeah. they're like, oh, Elizabeth uh-uh. might two-time you. So I think yeah. she learned a big lesson okay.
0: <laughs> from that.
1: And here we are, season two, back in Cotton. But dad goes and talks to his dad, so your great-grandfather. Morris. Yes, and they have a conversation, and I guess he must pay off his debt or give him some money, because mm-hmm. now he comes home and says, we're staying here, and I'm going to build a little house. Yes. So her father and her big brother Leon build this house with their own two hands. Mm. And also, because we've heard from so many people in the Step Rock area, they're all like, oh, th- this whole family was into construction and building things. Right. And I'm sure it was like mm-hmm. an Amish barn raising. Mm. They all came together and helped build this house for mm-hmm. this family. Well, where were they a year and a half ago? <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> Why right. couldn't
1: they have found some scraps and built mm-hmm. them a house right off the bat because when they finally move into that house they had spent 524 days in that tent.
0: Yeah. Year and a half. I basically. mean, that's crazy. Can you even imagine?
1: No. I mean, you and I have talked about this. I it never ceases I camped to amaze once me. for a couple of days. Yeah. And I that was good. Misery. It I, was not <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's not for me either. Uh uh-uh. uh. And to be forced into it and Elizabeth and her sisters particularly are so particular about doing their hair <laughs> and what they're <laughs> right? wearing. It had to be awful yeah. for them.
0: I wonder if they had a mattress in there or what they I would
1: did. assume it'd be like a cot.
0: Yes, like a World War
1: One kind of, which could not be
0: comfortable. No,
1: or some kind of you know bed frame. oh, Oh, like one of those stuffed mattresses. Mm -hmm. Oh my
0: God, Mm -hmm. how awful! Mm -hmm. Mm
1: And the whole time they've been in Step Rock, her big sister Frances dated a guy named Boyce. Remember Boyce Wood? I do. I mean, and it was even getting to a point where he was coming to Elizabeth, and they were having serious conversations about Francis. and we just knew she was going to marry him. Mm. And then no word was ever spoken of that again. They fizzled. I I guess they and fizzled. She moved. Well, what happens is Grandpa in Bell dies. Right. And now, grandma actually needs this family to come back and help her get around in the house and take care of her husband's affairs. Mm-hmm. So, but it becomes a fight between. Elizabeth's mom and dad, because dad's like, I just built this house. Mm-hmm. We're here. And Elizabeth and Bess is saying, no, 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 we need to go back to Bell, where there's a town, the kids can go to school, we're not all working as a farm, and you need to get a job. And that's where we're going. And I think she finally just puts her foot down. Mm-hmm. Because he dies in November, and they finally move back there in 1934 in February.
0: Mm-hmm. So it takes
1: them several months mm-hmm. of this let's go, let's go, let's go for him to finally relent. And then in August of 1934, grandma dies. Right. And everything kind of changes. Dad mm-hmm. still hasn't gotten a job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, I guess now grandma is like, I don't care about paying for food for all of you guys. You know, I, I know Francis gets a job at one point because she has graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. But Elizabeth gets to spend her senior year in Bell. Dating Bill again. Yep. And then breaking up with him right. because of the drinking. She sees a lot of different boys, but it's kind of it, it's like she was gone from Bell for that year and a half and once she moves back, she can't really reinvent herself. Yeah. She doesn't have the same friends, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of weird this time mm-hmm. around. So when Dad finally does get a job and it takes them out of Bell, I think Elizabeth is happy to go. You do. She's kind of done. The one person in Bell that meant the most to us outside of Elizabeth was her cousin Billy. Right. Billy was a sweet little cousin who lived across the street, and he would come over, he would do her hair, mm-hmm. he helped her make clothes, he baked Cake. cakes, and he did the window decorating at his dad's mm. butcher shop. Mm. He was the, the cutest little guy, and he will end up becoming a fashion designer in Paris in the
0: 1950s. It's, his story's amazing. He
1: leaves America with, what, $27 Something in like his that. pocket? Yep. Gets on the Queen Mary with a friend of his, Fernando Bach, who had to pay for that Queen Mary. Because he couldn't oh, have afforded right. that. Sure, right. About, so yeah. he was taken to Paris. Well
0: Billy was robbed How before do- he that's in one of the articles. That's why he had $28.
1: Oh, he would have had more, but he got robbed? Yeah. Oh, I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, oh.
0: <laughs> That's why he had, so...
1: Well, I do think that he had someone who was taking care of him. Probably. Because they, they say in one of the articles, he left with this friend who had a home in New York and a home in Paris. And
0: they stayed together for a long time.
1: I would imagine so. Yeah. Or maybe it was their breakup that caused Billy to return to New York in 1952. He was only in Paris for two years. Mm-hmm. And he had a good thing going. Totally. So I would think the only thing that would motivate motivate him to leave would be heartbreak mm. and wanting to just come home. Could
0: be. Don't you think? Maybe.
1: But he had a very successful career with the David Morris Company in New right. York where he designed wedding dresses and cocktail yeah. gowns and we would love to find some catalogs from that company. They Surely, somebody who lives in New York, they must exist. Yeah. They must be at the
0: library. He he was the first American, I don't know how to say it, courtier? Courtier. Co- co- Clothesmaker. Clothesmaker. <laughs> in... France yeah. in Paris. In,
1: in, in, a, in a big house.
0: In a big house. Yes. Rocher, I think, was his name.
1: Yeah, Marcel Rocher. Yeah, and mm-hmm.
0: Billy designed his first. He felt like in Paris he was under looking a looking glass. So his first designs were based on Alice in Wonderland. Ah. Uh, Even the hats.
1: Uh, wasn't it cool? And you can see it in the mm-hmm. dresses. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that?
0: Yeah. Oh I know. my. Billy. I mean,
1: we loved meeting him. Uh, yeah. We would love. He died in Pine Bush. New York in the 1990s and we're desperately trying to find his obituary or his death certificate to figure out but I'm sure but when what we thought was striking was that when we looked at Pine Bush New York on Google Maps it looked so much like Bell Missouri mm. just looked like a small town mm-hmm. quaint little shops in a little downtown I'm sure mm. he felt really at home there yeah. which is cool so Elizabeth and her family end up moving to Marble Hill uh-huh. uh, Missouri uh-huh. and her dad's back at the railroad and everything picks up pretty nicely at that that point elizabeth has graduated from high school so she's able to start looking for work herself and they have a cute little house and it looks like things are going well she meets a couple of boys one named jack hopkins Mm -hmm. one named bob drum and one named bill teeters and so these three of these boys they're they're all kind of vying to be your grandfather bob drum drops out pretty quickly he's kind of controlling Of her Well you know He'd get mad all the time Right Jealous Like don't date anybody else And so By the end of 1935 She's dating Jack Hopkins And Bill Teeters Mm -hmm. She's working In an orchestra She calls it But it's a band So it's her Playing the piano With some guys With their guitars And they would play At the intermissions At movies And then when the movie Was over You could stick around And have a dance So she's making some money Doing that And on New Year's Eve She has to play For the orchestra uh-huh. and she and jack her mm-hmm. little boyfriend are talking about you know whether he should go or not and he says he doesn't want to go yeah so she dances with bill that mm-hmm. night on new year's eve and that's how the diary ended that's the end of podcast season one mm-hmm. who will prevail will it be bill or jack or somebody or we somebody haven't met else. yet you know knowing her and uh what's january 1st going to be like uh, the yep. night after she danced with another boy. Right, right. Because Jack Hopkins gave her Christmas presents. He gave her a five pound box of chocolates a and a diary. Yeah. Because he knew her five year diary was coming yes. to an end. And he gave her, that's really oh, cool. That's just too cool. To read that and know, we know where the diary came from now yeah. and when she got it. Yeah. They were both Christmas gifts.
0: Mm hmm. Who gave that to her?
1: The, Jack Hopkins. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yes. So we, we know from whence it came. His family owned like a big uh, mercantile store kind of mm. thing. So he would have had right. a catalog. Yes. Wholesale. Right. Yeah. Good for him. And that's, uh, that's where we wrap up. I will say I have already written the next four podcasts. Oh, wow. So I have covered all of 1936. And I will tell you at the end of 1936, are you just as confused about her love life as you are right now?
0: Yes. Uh. <laughs>
1: yes, indeedy deed. You're gonna think Really? You're gonna think, no, Liz, she's picked one.
0: Really? Mm, no. Mm,
1: lots of things happen. Thirty six is a big year. So oh, I can't yeah? I can't wait to record it Yay. with you. You're gonna you're gonna love it. We don't have access to a local newspaper anymore like we did in Bell, mm-hmm. but I'm finding so much information. I'm and she's doing so much. She's dating and now she's working and things are happening with her parents. I mean there's a lot of story to tell. So so we can't wait. Uh, we will be back the first week, the first Tuesday in January.
0: I can't okay. remember what
1: that date is, but know. that's when we're going to be back with the official podcast. We hope all of you have the merriest Christmas Indeed. or the happiest Hanukkah, which I think just ended. Okay. So I, I enjoy your holiday season, however yep. you celebrate. And I hope that we uh, will see you all back in January.
0: And we'll be on Facebook and Instagram through December, occasionally sure. releasing some videos. Yes,
1: we have an idea for a nice, Christmas yeah. Eve video we're going making for you guys mm-hmm. and um I guess so this will drop okay, what's today this will drop Tuesday and then Christmas will be next week. So we'll take the week of Christmas off. Okay. And then I'll be back with something for you guys yeah, before New Year's. Something. There's always something we can talk about. some of
0: Bess's poetry.
1: Oh, that's right. We yeah. have a poetry
0: jam. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that.
1: Yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> yes. Merry
0: Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Yes.
1: And Happy New Year. And we'll see you real soon. Cheers. Bye, Bettys. <laughs>